Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier on a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Tony Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. Fifty-three and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. All right. Hot pot. Botts with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel two. What's up, guys? Uh, happy Friday. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, also coming at you on Brinks TV. I'm Corey Burton. Joining alongside me is my main man, Israel Troop. Israel, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? Joining you live from my, uh, from my son Tatum's room. You know, this is where it goes down, apparently. Naps, diaper changes, everything, even podcasts now. There you go. It, it doubles as a studio and a and a kid's room. I love it. Mm-hmm. Where where is he? Did where is he sleeping on the couch right now? What's what's going yeah, on? He is in his pack. He doesn't really like sleeping in here. Um it's a really nice room. Now my wife decorating everything, but he doesn't like it in here. So we have a little pack and play form um in our room. That's kind of where he likes to sleep right now. He does take naps in here though, so that helps. There you go. Ease him in, I guess, right? Ease him in with the with the yeah. pack and play. See, Huck learned how to climb out of the pack and play like really quickly. So yeah. that, didn't, that didn't last very long. We're getting there. We're we're getting there. He's getting a little rambunctious now, so he's learning. There you go. There you go. Well, uh, it is also state championship week in uh, in, in Georgia. It is. So a lot, uh, good luck to all the teams that are playing. Uh, Tennessee wrapped up their season last week with the state championships. Uh, congratulations to all the state champions here in Tennessee last week. Oakland uh, has got a Georgia commit at running back. So um, there you go. And uh, they won it. They beat Summit. Uh, I don't know if, how many teams you, you're familiar with up here in this area, but um, – a team from our district, our region, uh, won the state championship. So the, the region champs from our region won it in four. Nice. So that validates our schedule a little bit. Tullahoma High School. I was about to say, you know, you know, you never uh, looking for more victories or anything, but saying you lost to the eventual uh, state champs, you know, is not a bad way to go, especially when they come out of your region, which shows how good they are. Exactly. And, and watching them play, man, there was just really kind of almost no doubt. I'm not really surprised. And their coach, their head coach retired. So he went out on time. Went out, went out with a bang. Went out with a bang. You can, uh, you can say that again. So, um, but we are, uh, well, actually Israel, we missed you on beast of the East, man. Um, we, uh, we had yep, a good, uh, had Vinny to. and I had a good show. You were, uh, you were shaking shake babies some, and kissing shaking, hands, right? <laughs> had to shake some hands and kiss some babies. Um, have a charity event I had to go to. Um, you, go. you know, it's that time of the year. Um, coaching jobs are open, and you know, yeah, my wife makes me do things sometimes I don't want to do. So, so yeah, yeah. you, you got to get those. Uh, you got to get that head coaching job, right? So, oh yeah, you know, I, I, I enjoyed. We had a great time. Uh, met go. some new faces. Um, met a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time. I've got to see them again. So it was great. Well, there you go, man. Um, yeah, I just had a, uh, we, we got our Christmas tree this past Saturday. So that was good. And, uh, like oh, I said, we're late. Yeah, we are. You, did you have yours before Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, my wife put ours up, um, a week before Thanksgiving. Do y'all, uh, y'all have an artificial or do y'all, y'all go, uh, y'all go real. I don't have anything. She, has she, an artificial tree. She has an artificial tree. I just gotcha. have to take it out of the attic or the storage unit. Depends on depends what, on what trees where. Gotcha. So we we uh, we went to support one of my students' uh, Boy Scout troops and uh, bought Very some nice. trees from him. 
So we bought uh, my mother-in-law one. And we bought ourselves one, or she bought it for us because we we went and we went and got it, and she paid for it because we went and Sweet. got it and delivered it. So I'll take that uh, any day of the week. So we got a nice one. Um, you know, it's always kind of a pain in the you know what to uh, to get rid of it at the end of the season, but <laughs> um, you know the the artificial ones you just pack it up and save it for next year. But you know. Yeah. But we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Uh, We're back and better than ever. A new web fa- a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for basketball, football action this season. So here's what you're going to do. With the, with the NFL season winding down, the NBA is cranking up, NHL is cranking up. Uh, you're, you're going to, and there's, a, I think there's a nice UFC fight if you, uh, if, if you're interested in that. So, so what you're going to do is you're going to head to the new and updated desktop or the mobile website, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code, believe 50 to receive your bonus as an update. I did not hit my, I did not hit my parlay Israel. Did not do it. Uh, um, I, I was just going to say that, um, better line does a great job. Um, you remember I text you, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I was having some car trouble, but they called and got everything squared away simply because I have a, a lot of security on my card. Um, but they did a great job of calling me right back. So if you ever have any car trouble with bet online, they will call you directly, wow. um, and get everything fixed for you. And I did not win my parlay either. I bet Great. 20 to win 5,000 and, one team let me down and we can all guess who that team is, unfortunately. Yeah. We're going to talk about that here in just a second. So, um, but they have all the uh, football, basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, they, uh, they have casino games as well. Uh, take advantage of all those amazing offers available uh, for the rest of this year and, and forward. So it's the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online. It's where the game starts. So um, Israel, I know it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. This game happened quite some time ago. Now we've had some time to kind of think about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I made a little, uh, made a little handy dandy note card. I did, uh, I did the good, the That's bad. All your points. These, these are my points, right? <laughs> Love uh, it. Did did the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. Let's start with the good. Brock Bowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Yeah, um, I, that, I, I, that young I would man. Say first team All American. Him and. Uh, I know him and Lad McConkey, you know, really showed me some things um, to be excited about um, moving forward. Um, I've never seen a freshman, you know, other than AJ Green, do the things that he's done as a freshman, um, you know, just live and in person, you know, and I think he had a great game. He showed that he wasn't scared. Um, I think all around the skill guys did pretty well um, Mm -hmm. in the game, but he kind of stood out simply because they couldn't stop him. They really no, couldn't they stop Lab McConkey either. I think, I, think, um, I think Brock had what eleven catches. Yeah, like and um, he he showed why he should be uh, the top tight end in the nation. I still don't know what's going on with that situation, but uh, well, he, if that didn't show you he's, he's the number one tight end in the nation. Yeah, something's wrong. Exactly. Well, he's got all the other awards. So he don't need the Mackey Award. He's a first team All American, first team All Conference, SEC Freshman of the Year, um, plus. But it's something about having that trophy as a freshman, you know, that just means a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, I don't know who. I want. I, the, I want the dang trophy. Yeah, I couldn't I'll, say what I wanted to say, but I want the dang trophy. Yeah, it, it starts with an F and ends with the. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if if it's anybody but that kid from Colorado State, that kid from Colorado State was a second team All American. Um. It better not be Wiedermeyer. Wiedermeyer finished sec- as a second team all conference uh, tight end. Uh, had I think four touchdowns to to Brock's eleven. I mean, it just doesn't make sense all around. So, but that's the good man. They couldn't stop him. I don't think Michigan's going to be able to stop him. Um, so, so that was the good. I, I thought the O line played pretty well for the most part. I you know there were some pressures that they gave up, but you know throughout the course of a game, you're you're, you're going to do that. But I thought overall they had a nice game. Uh, Stetson had mm-hmm. a lot of time most of the game to, to, to throw the ball. I, I thought some run lanes, uh, you know, I put the O-line in the bad category again uh, as well, uh, just for, you know, th- there was a drought there toward in, the, in the middle of the game where, you know, we couldn't really run the ball. They, they were getting through a little bit more than, than I'd like. But overall, I thought the offensive line played really well. 
and, yeah. and uh, I thought they, you know, aside from the first couple series, I thought they picked up stunts really, really well. But I, I give them a, a B minus um, simply from the standpoint, of, like you said, we kind of dropped there where we couldn't run the football. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just from the standpoint of us not staying on blocks. And there's this guy on the other team um, named Will Anderson. He's number 31. And he's really, really good at football. I, that's um, what I've heard. He I should be. He they, should be going to New York. But he's not. Yeah, they they got away from um, double teaming him and blocking him. Um, you notice in the first couple of drives they had a tight end attached, yeah. um, or there was somebody chipping him as they went out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just, you know, those, those are things you just adjust to as the game goes on. Yeah. Um, which goes to show you just how smart Nick Saban is and how how dedicated his staff is. Um, but at the same time, we just weren't finishing blocks. You could see we were blocking him, and then we just kind of stopped, and he turned back around and make a tackle. Um, that's yeah. kind of why I give me – I think we did a really good job of pass protection. Um, they brought a safety blitz twice. Um, first and, time first time they got us, second time we we, we picked it up. Mm-hmm. And they did a good job there. So, I mean, making adjustments in the middle of the game, I think uh, they did very well with, I think, just finishing um, blocks is kind of kind of what hindered us in the run game. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Lad McConkey, you said it just, you know, I'll, I'll piggyback on your point. Dude is just a game changer at the slot position. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to see George Pickens. Wish we'd have seen a little bit more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you, you know, as far as, as far as the good goes, I, I think the 24 points we were able to get out of those offensive guys. And, and there was a few series that the defense uh, fit into the good category, but uh, for the most part, we'll talk about the defense here uh, in, in the ugly section, but uh, bad. I, I thought. I didn't think the quarterback play was ugly. I didn't think it was overly no. great either. Uh, I can't really blame Stetson because he played his ass off. He played mm-hmm. about as good as Stetson's going to play. Uh, and I mm-hmm. said this last night. You know, Jake and I were, were were hosting SEC after dark, and uh, we we talked about this a little bit and talked about the quarterback play. And you know, it, it's pretty obvious that we could not press the ball vertically. And that mm-hmm. that's the reason why we the Stetson couldn't beat him the first time he played him. You can't like you've got to be able to push the ball vertical to to loosen up Alabama. And the the times that we did take shots, we got PIs, we were able to run the ball a little bit better, we loosened them up. Mm-hmm. But we just we we got away from taking vertical shots whether it was we, you know, we just stopped picking up pressures or, you know, Stetson just was was panicking and, and and getting it out quick or something was happening. We weren't, we weren't able to push the ball downfield and, and Alabama knew that. And mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like Helms and, and Jordan battle were, were just camped out at 10, 11 yards and kind of just flat foot reading it and, and just driving on everything. All the intermediate stuff just completely evaporated once they knew that we, we, we weren't going to go over the top. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, having George Pickens more involved in that would have probably, would have probably been beneficial. And then I'm going to ask you this game plan wise. Like I, f- I felt like watching this game and thinking about it, you know, outside of the the moment in the game, I'm thinking, why are we treating Stetson Bennett? Like he's JT Daniels. Like, why are we, why are we, why are we having this one size fits all game plan that really, really just fits JT Daniels. Mm-hmm. And why aren't we taking advantage of a quarterback that has some running ability, escape ability, and why aren't we using him more for what he's good at? That was the that yeah. was the over. If you're gonna play him, shit, play him. Exactly. Um, you know, I, uh, yeah. We did. We got away from everything. Um, I think I texted you, or we were texting after the game or whatever. I texted you and said, "This is JT Daniels' game." We talked on Sunday. We, we, we had a conversation we, about it. Yeah, that's right. We, we game planned this game like JT was, was going to start. He was going to play. Well, hell, put JT in if that's what you're going to do. Yeah. We weren't undefeated leading up into that game doing what we did on last Saturday. That is not what Stetson does. Stetson is five foot nothing. And guess what? He can't see over six foot five linemen. So what do we do? He moves the pocket. We play action. We stay with the run. We got away from the run. That's one thing Munkin hasn't done all year. We got away from the run. If you noticed, we didn't tempo like we normally do. After the first down, it's usually tempo. We're snapping the ball and we're rolling. We yeah. didn't do that. We played We played scared. 
we sat two. there and we we outcoached ourselves. And I, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, it is very easy to outcoach yourself because mm-hmm. you're trying not to make a mistake. Well, guess what? No one gives a shit. Win the damn game. No one, no one cares. Throw, I'm throwing every bullet I have at Alabama because why? You beat Alabama, you don't have to see him again. Yeah, exactly. What do you have to do now? You have to see, see him, him again because you didn't beat him. <laughs> yeah, you got you, know, you to go and game, get him again. But the game plan itself was more of a JT game plan. Mm-hmm. I don't, it, you know, you know, no one ever wants to think that that's how it was set up for, you know, but at the same time, if that's the game you're going to play, put JT in the game. But let's think about this as well. They brought a safety blitz twice, got us the first time, barely, didn't get us the second time we completed a big play. JT's in the game, that is a sack both times, and they're bringing more pressure and adding more people in the box. What Stetson does do is give you a viable run threat, which he did. He uses mm-hmm. he uses legs a couple of times in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we need um, more of every, that. Yes, everybody wants to blame, you know, Stetson all. Oh, let's put JT in the game. Well, those people aren't real coaches. Those it's, people don't understand it, the game plan or the it, defense. Yeah. If I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm blitzing the hell out of JT. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he can't run. No, <laughs> and, I, and I'm I'm forcing JT to to make quick decisions, and and that mm-hmm. that's how I would play him. And sometimes he makes you pay. Sometimes he doesn't. There, there's times where I, I think you can get JT by by creating watch Cincinnati and Missouri first half, yeah. Cincinnati game in Missouri the first half, and watch JT. Mm-hmm. And that's all. That's all you need. There. Exactly. So, you know, it's not Stetson's fault. I, I, I just think it was it was a game plan yeah. issue. I, I think we we just went too conservative. We tried not to. We, we played not to make a mistake. We played conservatively. We played with our. We played like that. Mm-hmm. Pucker factor was real. Mm-hmm. And and you cannot play Alabama like that. You cannot. You play can't squeeze a penny through that thing. But that's just how nervous we were mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. both sides of the football. I'll tell you one thing we did do well that was great. Our special teams was really good, especially punting the football. Yes. We flipped the field, um, even though they drove the whole thing a couple of times. Um, but we did a great job of flipping the field. Um, they just actually yeah. did a great job of moving the football so we could flip the field. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You know, so it wasn't all bad. No, I mean, it, it seems bad in the moment. You know, you look at the score and you're like, man, this was, you know, this was ugly. And, but I mean, honestly, it was, it was, it was a really good game. I, I just think there's some things here or there. If we're more aggressive, if, if we make, if, if we eliminate their chunk plays, their chunk yardage mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on, on all their scoring drives, maybe they don't score. Like, yeah. you, you know, our, our Take defense. The pick six away and recover that fumble. It's a total different ball game. Exactly. We go into halftime tied up mm-hmm. or maybe even with the lead. Who knows? We might be talking about how, how we finally got off the, got off the schneid against Alabama. So who yeah. knows, but, but we know for next time, you know, if, if we go down, just go down swinging. I'm going down fucking swing. Excuse my language, but I'm going down swinging. <laughs> just go down swinging, man. Yeah. If you're listening to this at work, it's, you know, we apologize. Um, <laughs> you, you just, you got to go down swinging. You, you can't, you can't not go down swinging, you know? Hey, we so, literally brought a knife to a gunfight. We literally. did. And we, and, and we thought, we thought, okay, we're, well, we're, we're badass we knife fighters. Ten, after we scored 10 points, we ran out of bullets. That's what it seemed like. Ran out of bullets and all we did was grab a knife. Yep. It was it was like you're playing Call of Duty and you lose all your ammo and you can't pick out anything, so you just have to you just have to around knife killing people. Yeah. <laughs> you have to <laughs> melee everybody. Yeah, that's what we did. Um speaking of melee, we didn't really do much of that either. Uh the ugly was our pass rush. Where was our edge pressure? Yeah. Where where was where was our terrible. pressure in general? Where where was where was uh where were the safeties? Lewis Seen had a had, I I said this exact word. Safeties were atrocious. Scene had a shocker. Shocking. Yes, he played so well in the first quarter. That's the first quarter. I think they made him think, and he's not a thinker, he's a hitter. Mm-hmm. And they made him go back there and play safety. And, and he, he took the cheese. Yeah. He took the cheese and, on some low crossing oh. routes. And they 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 ate him up. They ate him up. Which at the same time, you got to think we're trying to play. And Chris Smith spy. is on on one and a half legs. Yeah, we're, we're, trying, trying, we're to, trying to spy the quarterback. <laughs> we're not sending anybody at him. And there's a crosser in front of Lewis Singh. So what's he going to do? Of course, he's got to take it. 
I mean, what do you want to do? Just let it run anyway. But I mean, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know what the coverage is, but he he, he comes down. I I feel like he should have been like that void that he left. I, I feel like he shouldn't have left that void. But I, I don't I don't know what the coverage call is. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too far into that one particular play uh, with uh, you know with with Jameson Williams. That dude just you know he was gonna get at least one like that. So, but it it was bad. Man, he, the, he the, the rush. Everybody. He did. He did. Chris Smith was just not ready. He outran 285 traffic. That's impressive. Yes, he did. Literally. He did. He he outran it. Um, The pass rush, like, when when you rush Bryce Young, you have to just basically send a wall at him. Like, you cannot give him an inch of daylight, and you've got to get through, and you've you've got to get something on him. You got to get in mm-hmm. his face. You got to create a wall that he can't see any daylight through. And, and all of a sudden his eye, if you can get his eyes down like this, like mm-hmm. Auburn did, you're good. Yes. He can't do, he can't do anything. If his eyes go down, he can't do anything. He's going to get hit. He's going to get sacked. He's going to throw incomplete passes. We did that after the first drive of the second half. We started doing yeah, it. Then we got out of it. First quarter, we did it. Mm-hmm. Second quarter was okay. We got a ten nothing lead. Let's sit on it. That didn't work. Uh, next thing you know, it's thirty one seventeen. We're trying to figure out what the hell to do. Then we all <laughs> of a sudden start playing defense again. Like okay, we you know we we have to we have to approach every series like we're down by three touchdowns, and it's the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Like we have to approach every series like with that sense of urgency. That's how, that, that, I mean, that's who we are. That's who Georgia is. We we got we got away. Like I said, we played not to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that asked me, um, I break down many talk. Secondary was was a big factor, um, yeah. but at the same time, you have to help your secondary. They have a really good secondary. They're they're not all five stars. They're not all go getters or anything. Mm-hmm. But if you line them up in man and just let them play, just press like press man. We're, we're good because we have the front seven that can get to the quarterback. Yeah. That's what we didn't do. We did that in the third quarter and we reaped the benefits of it. We did that in the first quarter and we reaped the benefits of it. For some reason, I don't understand why, but we got out of it. But we, we pressed and we got... and couldn't function when we pressed. Mechie was no. all flustered. Jameson was all flustered. Billingsley was flustered. Bryce, Bryce Young couldn't... He was getting harassed. And we just go into a shell. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. All right. But we're going to put this one behind us, Israel. It's over. It's done with. Here, here. I'm going to ceremoniously get rid of it. Right. Hey, can, can uh, I say one thing before before you burn that piece of paper? Um, I'm not going to burn it because I'm inside. So I'm going to burn my house down. <laughs> if we're going to practice zone, we got to make sure everybody understands their assignments in zone because. Because a lot of times, if Bryce Young was really under pressure and he hits the flats, it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yep. From it's an offensive tough. coordinator standpoint. Exactly. That's, you know, I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah, if he gets in trouble, just step up and fire it out to the hash about five yards down the field. You're guaranteed 25. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't go for it on fourth down more so because uh, how how soft we were playing. But, but moving forward, um, you know, against Michigan, I, I I think we don't need to worry about zone against Michigan. Why? Because Cade no. McNamara can't push the ball down the field, right? No, this um, this is very evenly matched. They have a tremendous, in our favor. They have a tremendous running game with with Haskins and Corum. They have a tremendous running game. But you look at Cade McNamara; he is not Bryce Young, and their receivers no. aren't Mechie and, and Jameson. So. No. For us, for us to come out victorious over Michigan, I, I I think we have to, I think we have to play press man, and just do what we do. Let our let our linebackers just wreak havoc. Let Nicobe Dean feast. He's the he's a Butkus Award winner for a reason. You have Channing Tindall. You have Quay Walker. You have Nolan Smith. Where were they in the SEC championship? I don't know. But unleash them on Michigan, please. Put their thumb up their butt playing please, spy. Yeah. They were they were playing spy, just just playing patty cake, while the offensive lineman just destroyed them, creating run lanes for Bryce Young. 
They can't do that. I mean, Cade McNamara can run a little bit. So when, mm-hmm. when you when you when you rush him, you have to close down those those run lanes up the middle. You have to flush him. You have to flush him sideways. If you can flush him sideways, our linebackers will take care of it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Georgia, and I'm thinking if when I become a head coach, this is my thinking. All right, I'm going to beat the hell out of Michigan. I'm going to beat the hell out of Michigan doing exactly what I plan on doing to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And whatever I want to, whatever formations that they line up in, because we know they're not going to line up in two by two or anything like that. They're going to be 21 personnel, 22 personnel, 13 personnel. They're going to use some tight ends. Well, guess what? Uh, if Alabama comes up in it, we've already seen it. So we're already going to know what to call. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to, my game plan is going to be whatever I'm running against Michigan. I know I got to stop the run. I'm run stopping. Right. So if they pass the ball, guess what? I'm pressing everybody. Make the, make the make those wide receivers miserable at the line of scrimmage. I I thought what made Keely Ringo good was that he 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 presses. Yes. He jams. Like those guys can't get off. He's he's long, he's strong, he he his he has good hip turn and he can get out. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, what does Kendrick do well? He he spies very well, he blitzes well. One we didn't bring a corner blitz all night. Yeah. Things that he does well. That's what he does. He he shuts down screens. Guess what? We're 10 yards off on the screen plays, you'd be an idiot not throwing out there, you know, mm-hmm. but guess what? Against Michigan, I'm practicing certain things that I want to do against Alabama, which I know it is a 88.9% chance that I'm playing because I am giving Cincinnati a chance to beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, I love Cincinnati. They don't have the depth, but yes, I'm yeah. practicing my game plan for Alabama and for Alabama, you got to shut down the quick stuff. You got to play in their face all freaking mm-hmm. night long. And we have people that can do it. We have yeah. people that can do it. And if you get burned, you get burned. Let's just get in a shootout. Let's it prepare for it that. Is. It is Use what it is. Use the sideline to your advantage. I, I don't care if we win this game 75 to 72. I really don't care. Yeah. Play to win the game. And, and you have to get to 35 to win this game. Yes, you're going to have to. Uh, have Coach Gaddis is a very good offensive mind. Um, he's mm-hmm. actually, um, I just read that, but it's between him and Tony Elliott for the Virginia job. Um, I heard it was almost a done deal with Tony Elliott. That's what I bet. Apparently he hadn't called back, so it was kind of uh, in the air. Um, <laughs> last I saw, it could it could have been a while too. But can, I mean, you, can you imagine, uh, can you imagine uh, Virginia just waiting to hear back? Like, um Tony? Yeah, like <laughs> Tony? Tony, talk, Tony talk, not, not like they're in the playoff or anything. He sent me the voicemail. Guys, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I, what, what's what's happening? Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony, okay, okay. We got we got Gaddis online too. Gaddis? Okay. Yeah. Gaddis online too. So um yeah, it, it's just for, for Michigan, you know what they what Ohio State was able to do really well against them was they Let's were throw able the ball. to throw the ball. They were, they were, and, and that's what we got. I mean, honestly, the way we match up with Michigan is perfect, perfect warm up for Alabama. Like, perfect, mm-hmm. perfectly set up for what we have to do to beat Alabama, to beat Michigan. Like, offensively, yeah, to run the football. Yeah, offensively, we got to be physical defensive line. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to hit some big plays here and there. You're going to have to play action. You're going to have to move the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, just they things have, like that. They have some guy named Aiden Hutchinson, which he's a, yeah, he's very, good. Very good football player. Not a, not a Heisman finalist, but he's very good. Uh, Will Anderson's the Heisman finalist in this, but Aiden Hutchinson is really, really good. But, you know, I, I thought Ohio State, they just, they got out physical because they're not a physical team. Georgia's a physical mm-hmm. team, but Georgia's got to learn to be a little bit more explosive than they are. Yeah. And that's well, what's going to beat Michigan. That's what's going to beat Alabama. What upsets me is that we are explosive and we just, we literally outcoached ourselves. We, we coached the game like we were scared. You can't play scared against Michigan because Michigan is a very physical, they're a very big physical football team. It, it, it's like, it's and like opening. They're going to lay on you exactly. and they're going to beat you. It's, it's like opening the car. It's like opening the garage, taking the Ferrari down to the stop sign and turning around and going back into the driveway and getting in your civic because you're scared to you're scared to to get a scratch on the Ferrari. Mm-hmm. You're scared of Literally. going too fast. Like that's that's what Georgia is, right? That that's what it is. 
That's that's a nice yeah. reference too. That's a nice that's a nice analogy. That's a good one. You got to use like, that one in class too, man. That was good. I feel like I'm an English teacher right now. Um. So yeah, that's that's what we got to do. We got to be explosive. So that's a, that's an early look at Michigan. But when we uh, when we come back from our little Christmas break, Israel, we're going to really kind of deep dive into Michigan and just really kind of maybe I might try to find a Michigan person that we can talk to. That, I might that, have one. I might. Let me let me check my Rolodex and let me get back with you. You, you really know everybody. I'm have to. I'm have to. I'm have to keep. I'm have to keep on you on that one. So, um, I think they finally fired Manny Diaz. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit into this uh, coaching oh, carousel man. a little bit. But uh, want want to uh, want to take a take a take a second to talk about our newest sponsor before we do that, uh, because a lot of these people are are going to be able to visit Lightbox Jewelry. Uh, after they just signed their brand new $100 million contract. So say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gifts of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're just grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in bluish pink and beautiful blue as well as classic white Lightbox lab grown diamonds are a gift they'll never want to take off priced so they won't have to they really do make any outfit sparkle so visit lightboxjewelry.com add sparkle to your holiday shopping that's lightboxjewelry.com lightbox diamonds never a dull moment so fellas this uh, lightboxjewelry.com could could make for if, if, if you're not done shopping for your wife um, or your significant other, if you're not married, uh, this could be the potential landing spot for you um, to to get a nice gift. So yeah, well, when we get done, I'm gonna have to text you what I did for my wife for Christmas. Um, I told her don't ask me for anything else for Christmas. Nice, you're such a good husband. I love it. Um, anyway, I know. There you go. You're you're getting brownie points for for a full so, calendar year on that look, one. It's it's only so I can hunt and do things that I want to. I mean, I love her, but you know, there's a rhyme and a reason for everything. <laughs> I could picture this conversation, baby. <laughs> I, I bought you a diamond so I can go kill me a hog. <laughs> you know, when I when I leave early in the morning and want to go play golf, you know, and be like, hey, look at your finger, babe. Just not hey, gonna lie. Hey, hey, honey, look at your finger. Now I'm about to go hit some bird. I'm about to go make some birdies. <laughs> Let's get it done. Here we go. Yeah. That was actually that was actually audio of Brian Kelly talking to his wife. Oh jeez, yeah, um, that was terrible. Um, I, I, I do, it. I um, do declare, I, well, welcome to welcome to Baton Rouge. Me and my family, look, I can't even do it because it me just doesn't sound family. natural to me, and I have a naturally country voice. Well, it it sounds like somebody from the Northeast making fun of Southerners is is really what it sounded like. Yeah. He was like mocking. Yeah, it, us, was, it was awful. Um, I think well, I saw somebody that just said, just be yourself, which I mean, you have to be yourself. Like I said, it's a great hire. Um, yeah, but if you're trying to fake it to make it already, um, then that's yeah. not very good then. Yeah. I mean, he's faking it to make it in day one, <laughs> literally <Yeah. laughs> like the, the, the one day in your, in your entire tenure where everybody loves you unconditionally. Yeah, and now you're the you're, you're a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a meme forever and ever and ever. So good, good job, Brian. Uh, so I don't know where we left off in this whole thing uh, with you. I, it was Thursday. I, I think they. I think Notre Dame had just hired Marcus Freeman. Maybe, uh, maybe not officially, but it was. But something like that. Yeah, I love that hire, man. I love that hire. I also love, well, let me start with uh, Coach Freeman first. I think um, I, I tweeted something that he said about being a player's coach. Um, he's 35, which he's same age as us. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the head coach of Notre Dame. Same age as you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man. I'm 38. Yeah, you're not old. I'm only 33. <laughs> only? <laughs> only 33. I just, I'm a fresh 33. I just turned 33 a month yeah. ago. Um, but you know that what a huge honor um, that is. Um, you can see the excitement when he first walked in the room. 
mm-hmm. um, to talk to his kids. You just see the excitement on his face. The fact that he was able to keep the offensive coordinator there um, is also huge because, you know, most coordinators, you know, upon getting the head coach, you know, they're looking for the next best thing. But uh, when the coordinator tells you he's not going anywhere before they even announce who the head coach is, that just shows um, the relationship that those two guys had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's just a great hire. The one hire that people are upset about, well, not people, but, you know, certain people who don't know football, um, is the Florida hire with Billy Napier. It is a great hire. Oh, that's a great f- hire. Phenomenal hire, man. Um, and for most people who don't understand, I heard a speech um, the other day. How he said he's not worried about um, the five stars and anything simply because he just got there. How can he worry about players that, you know, he has to figure out who's who's who. Um, you know, he's got to currently talk to his team, the team that's there now. Um, you know, Vin- it's said be, something similar too. It's, it, those things get overblown. You know, and Florida Florida fans are blah, 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 blah. I'm like, y'all realize what kind of coach y'all just got? They just got a great coach. You know what? I'm not going to say anything to Florida fans. I hope they, I, I, I hope they, I hope they rant and rave till the cows come home. <laughs> I hope they run him off and he goes somewhere else and absolutely like he goes somewhere else and absolutely, absolutely kills it. Like Mike Norvell seems to move on and he just goes right up the panhandle to, uh, to Florida state and just, mm-hmm. just kills it. Like that would be, that would be hilarious. Um, no, this is this is a this is an A hire. Now I, I'm very like I don't really give out A pluses because I, I think that's a little like it's like perfection. Like it's it's hard to achieve because you know every, every every coach in America, even Nick Saban, has weaknesses, has things, has warts. Um, but mm-hmm. you know I, I think this is this is going to be a really, really, really good fit for, uh, for Billy Napier. And I'm, 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 uh, you know, happy for him. Obviously he went to Florida, so I can't be too, too thrilled about that. Mm. But, uh, from a recruiting standpoint, man, he hired Corey Raymond. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I would say if you're hiring Corey Raymond, you ain't that worried about recruiting because you're about to clean up in, in the state of Florida. So, yes. Um, yeah. Then uh, let's see. I, I don't know where we last left off, but uh, Brent Venables to uh, to Oklahoma. I I, I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. I, I I thought Venables was was destined to be a, a career coordinator, and at two point two million, I wouldn't blame him one bit. But then again, at nine and a half million, I wouldn't blame him for taking his shot finally at Oklahoma. Yeah, it, this was my first time seeing him without a hat on. He actually has hair. Oh, um, a full head of hair. And his speech to Oklahoma made me want to go play for Oklahoma. I mean, it, it was it was really good. Um, I think he's he's been, you know, as as we talked last time, you know, mm-hmm. most guys just want to be in that coordinator role. Just, mm-hmm. They want to be a coach. I think he's that guy. But you know, they throw nine million a year at you. I mean, you're not going to turn it down. You're going to give it a shot um, at least. Um, you know, but at the same fail, time, he's going to fail rich. Exactly. He just hired a great OC. Um, Jeff Levy, he, yes. he got Levy from, from Ole Miss and I bet Levy's happy because now he gets to run his own show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, Alex, you know, what's, what's his name? I, I acknowledge him first name, but the DC, that's like, look, Greenwich, that's it. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. they're about to be a lot more physical on defense now. They're about to be tremendous. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what they need. They need a defensive identity. You know, I, it, as far as coaching acumen goes, like I was never worried about <laughs> Venables as, as a coach, but as yeah. a head coach, CEO, all of the things off the field, like I just didn't, just didn't think that was his, his bag. Right. Like yeah, he you, surprised you know, me with a suit on and with the hair. And exactly. Like, I mean, I was like, check out coach. What is going on? The, the, the burnout factor is a real worry with guys like that because he just wants to, he just wants to get in there and, and, and go man. Like, mm-hmm. and in college as a head coach, you can't do that. Like, no. you, like you barely, you barely do any actual coaching as a head coach <laughs> in college. Um, you know, you're doing all this other stuff, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he found a fit that he likes. Um, 
So that's uh, that's good right there. Uh, I, I Mario Cristobal to Miami. Um, oh. I think they hired him before they fired Manny Diaz. I don't I, I don't know if they've officially fired Manny Diaz. Have they? They have officially fired him, which is piss poor management by Miami. Yeah, um, I, I think they actually did. But yeah, it's uh, if you're gonna fire if if you're gonna fire me, just go ahead and fire me. Yeah. But just think, imagine this: Manny Diaz is recruiting your child. And all of a sudden, a Twitter notification comes up that Mario Cristobal is about to to agree to terms at Miami. But Manny Diaz is in your living room telling you how great Miami is. Yeah. Exactly. And the next thing you know, they're talking about Mario Cristobal. So the administration was out recruiting Cristobal. Uh, Diaz was out recruiting players to come to the, the U. Uh, he reads on Twitter, they've hired, they've, they've come to terms with Mario Cristobal. And he's probably like, what? He probably gets his phone. He's like, yeah. Hey, just imagine this. You're Manny Diaz. You're at the dinner, you know, with some recruits or, you know, maybe, maybe your wife and the staff or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you, you're paying the bill and it (laughs) it comes back to client that there's a new authorized user to your car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you no longer own rights to this car. <laughs> that would be so cold-blooded, but that's no, kind of what happened. Yeah, that's crazy. That was handled. That was handled so bad. I think they got mm-hmm. the guy they wanted, but just handle it better. Yeah. Um, they, they also just got a new AD. Yeah, I mean, just 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 um, be honest with the whole thing. Like, just say, hey, it's a simple conversation. Hey, Manny, we appreciate your service. You know, we're going to go in a different direction. Um, here's your here's your buyout to the terms here, of your contract. Here, I mean, here, here's your buyout. Here's you know yada yada yada. Red tape, red tape. Um, best of luck to you. See you. Goodbye. So yeah, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, Clemson's going to be real bad. You just lost your DC. You might lose your OC, and you just lost your AD. Yeah, it's a mass exodus there. That's that's concerning. And Dabo's still talking reckless. So I know we're talking about that mm. on another date. Mm. Old Dabo. When's he going to learn? I heard Oregon's trying to uh, bark up the uh, Chip Kelly tree again. I saw that. Um, that that wouldn't be a bad tree, but I'm also rooting for my boy, Brian McClendon, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the interim head coach right now. Moorhead is going to Akron. Yep. So, um, you know, there, there's a lot. There's a lot in this coaching world going on, which which is really good. You know, you're always now, excited to see guys get jobs and everything. But now, now um, you know, if it's not if it's not our boy uh, McClendon, which um, I came back for uh, for a year on an interim basis in, in 07, and he he had just become a GA actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, him and I were able to have some some good conversations. But uh, if it's not him. I would like to see Kalani Sataki get this, get this opportunity. Yeah. I, th- I think that's, that'd be a good hire. That's somebody that I, I think USC should have talked to. Um, I think you got to get somebody in there. That's going to not saying that Chris ball didn't, but they kind of panicked in, in big games. I think you got to get somebody in there with, with the mindset is like, this is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go out here and beat the hell out of people. This is what yeah. we're, we're Oregon. And and the I Nike think Nike factory is literally behind our school. We shouldn't be getting shellacked by Utah twice no. without making any adjustments, injuries, whatever. You got to make adjustments. You're 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 Oregon. You you are Oregon. So make make that make that decision. So um, that's uh, that's that's about where we are on on the uh, coaching circuit. Uh, I heard Jason Garrett is emerging at Duke. As a candidate, cool. you know, I didn't. Yeah, you, you didn't hear that wrong. I, I, I did actually say Jason Garrett. Uh, I, I think Jason it's about Garrett. time for him to come on down a little bit. Um, J- Jason Garrett, yes. You know, no, nobody. Here, here's the thing about being in the NFL and NFL you're dealing with grown men that make more money than you. So, if you're like me or you who are afraid of grown men, then you shouldn't be in the NFL. He's exactly. more built for college kids that he can tell what to do. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell a grown man who makes more money than you that you're going to 
this is what you're going to do unless you're Bill Belichick. Yeah, it's not not easy. Like you, you've got to you've got to work hard to build that respect. I mean, Mike Tomlin's built yeah. that over time, but he, even Mike Tomlin had to struggle through his first couple seasons where the veterans were about ready to mutiny. Uh, Tom Coughlin had had a rough go until he figured it out as a head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he finally found that level of respect, and 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 he ended up winning two Super Bowls after that. Uh, you know, I think Nick Saban was was on his way to, to eventually getting that. I I think they were starting to kind of realize that he knows what he's talking about, and and he may have toned it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say tone it down a little bit, I, I'm not saying like he just gets easy on him and. You know, it's it's sit around in Kumbaya. I mean, the, the standard is still way up here. Yes, but just in in the way he deals with them day to day, like you know, I think he had a hard time adjusting. Yeah, you got to realize that you're not you're not dealing with kids; you're dealing with grown men. Mm-hmm. And, and and these guys are will tell you to f off in a minute. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, you know, it's just just out of left field, really, uh, honestly. So, um, I kind of hope Dan Lanning gets that. About being to the selfish part of me wants us to actually pay, uh, which which I I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two great coordinators. Uh, we have a staff, a great staff. We do. Um, you know, uh, Coach Hartley, the things he's done with that tight end room um, deserves a little little bump. Yeah, in, in his pay. <clears throat> Um, uh, Coach Hankton, the, the work he's done with the receiver core, considering all the injuries that we've had, um, mm-hmm. deserves a pay raise. Um, Coach McGee, who who still remains phenomenal in his recruiting, um, defensively, defensive line. Um, Jordan uh, Davis just won uh, his award for being the best D lineman in the nation, um, linebacking core. I mean, all those guys deserve a raise no matter what happens. So, um, one thing I did learn from Clemson uh, in order to keep great assistants, uh, to keep great coordinators, you got to pay them. Mm-hmm. You do. Um, you you, you got to pay them. If you don't pay them, somebody will, and they will, they will move on. And you treat them good. Cause I, I think they're, they're top devils. I think that's where everybody's trying to bounce mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> in the words of the great Tony ball <laughs> bounce, bounce, bounce on out of there. So, um, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's where we're at, man. Um, that's going to do it for us actually on, mm-hmm. on today's show, you know, uh, bowl mania, uh, get it, get your bowl selections. Wait. In, right. I can't wait real quick. What's your favorite bowl that doesn't involve Georgia? Obviously. Ooh, I'm always a big fan of the Rose bowl. Um, good matchup simply because it's going to be a great matchup this year with Utah and who Ohio State. Ohio, that's right. Uh, that, that's ooh, that's going to be a really good matchup. I forgot I'm, who it was. I'm looking forward to seeing what Kentucky's going to be able to do with with Iowa. Somehow Kentucky won nine games and had a minus 15 turnover ratio. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. chew on that for a minute. Um, I'm excited for Tennessee Purdue. I think that's going to be that's going to be a really good game. That's going to be really fun. Uh, I'm excited about Ole Miss playing Baylor. That'll be fun. The Sugar Bowl. That's the, that's the Bowl. other one. It was the Sugar Bowl. Um, I'm excited about. Uh, I'm ex- is it Fiesta where Notre Dame is playing? Uh, Notre Dame's playing Oklahoma State. Uh, I want to say it is the Fiesta. Um, one game that I'm really intrigued to see, and it kind of impacts us a little bit, is the Alabama Cincinnati game. From the standpoint of, I think Cincinnati has the secondary that can match up with Alabama's receivers, mm-hmm. um, especially that Mechie's down, which Mechie, we really hope you get back soon. Yeah. Um, hope everything goes well. You never want to like that. Yeah, you never want, you know, it's all competition, yeah, but you never want anybody to get hurt um, in the manner that he got hurt. So mm-hmm. wishing you, you know, a speedy recovery back. Um, but Cincinnati does have the secondary to match up with Alabama, so. There you go. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how that works. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. So, uh, but, uh, you should get in those bowl mania, uh, pick pick them groups. I'm, I'm going to get in one. Uh, I don't get in those, don't get in those lame ones where you have to give like confidence points and stuff. I hate those. Yeah. Those are dumb. I want to bet straight up or yeah, just bet the spread, whichever one. Yeah. Either one. Just don't, I, Oh, I'm going to bet 10 points on this. It's all a crapshoot, man. Just pick the spread and go with it, man. It's, just keep it simple. 
Yeah, you know, everybody just, wants participation trophies. Mm-hmm. That's what's wrong with society today. I bet Bet Online has one, but they have a good one. So I might join that one. Who knows? You can't stop me. Uh, so exactly, we, we are uh, we are the. Uh, Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. If you haven't already, subscribe, comment, share with your friends. Uh, find us on social media. Let us know. Uh, keep up the keep up the good work, and uh, you know just 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 uh, just help us spread the brand. Um, you know, we're also partnering with. Uh, we also got a a, a group called the Y'all's Conference Network. Uh, it, it's more of like a business network where we kind of all just share ideas and, you know, echo each other's shows and things like that. So it's not like a content network. We're all like, yeah, this is, this is like a network deal. It's like, now we're just like sharing ideas and sharing platforms and offering each other different, different uh, ways to, to promote and lift up each other's shows. So, um, no, cause you know, it's, it's, you know, it's all all love. It's It's all all love, baby. All love, baby. We're, we're a free show. They're a free show. So what, what are we competing over really? Um, if we join together, we'll, we'll, we'll get to share in the, and especially, especially if there's another good Georgia show out there, which DGD, I think does a really good job. So, um, mm-hmm. you should, you should check that one out. Um, they feature, you know, we, we might ought to do a double feature there. Maybe who knows, um, maybe down the road, but we are the believe in Georgia dogs podcast. Find us anywhere you, anywhere you can, uh, anywhere you get your podcast, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all of those places where we will be streaming. Uh, you can catch us there. We are presented by betonline.ag. We come to you uh, on the video side of it from Brinks TV. Thanks to Courtney and and, uh, and their staff for, for putting us on TV and building us this insanely awesome set. Still my favorite set that I've ever, that I've ever had. This is the, the bouncing, the bouncing bulldog in the back. Just it, that, that just ties it all in, man. So uh, with that, we hope you have a great great rest of your week even better weekend we're gonna we're gonna take a short christmas hiatus and we'll be back to preview the the orange bowl uh plus react to some of the the notable bowls as well make make some of our make some of our picks on games that haven't happened Um, but we will uh we want to wish you a merry christmas we hope you have a great holiday uh we hope you get plenty of time with family and we hope you're safe any last words israel no everybody be safe um there's going to be a lot of travel um there's this this new variant coming out. Um, I just heard about it the other day because I really don't pay attention to the news anymore. Um, but everybody just be safe um, mm-hmm. with everything going on. Enjoy family, man. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of other things that could be going on right now. Enjoy your family. Um, and as always, go dogs. Oh, you already know. Go dogs. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Beautiful. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.